Redesign Travel is an interview series and podcast where we chat to experts, entrepreneurs, designers, researchers, and travelers of the world to explore how we can reimagine, reinvent, redesign, and regenerate travel. In today's episode, we have Aria Johanna, an experienced brand and business strategy consultant with a demonstrated history of working on global, regional, and national level projects. He's a super highly skilled qualitative research and focuses on design and education, strategic brand development, and innovation. He currently works as a partner for Innate Motion, based in Singapore, but open to the world, which is a global strategy consultancy that helps leading businesses and brands in cultural decoding, purpose branding, and meaningful innovations. His company is also a big corporation, and he has a personal calling to liberate as many people from limiting narratives by sharing experiences and fresh perspectives. He's also worked in many impact-driven projects involving research and innovation across industries and across continents. Aria, so nice to have you here. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me, Helena. <laughs> so um, tell us a little bit like where, where you are in life right now and what are some uh, aha moments that you've had in the past uh, couple of months. I know you've been traveling a bit and... Uh, curious about where, where, you, where you feel, what are some revelations you've had? Where am I in life uh, at the moment? So that's a good question. I think where am I in life? Everybody, you know, during their COVID roller coaster had their ups and downs. And I think I had plenty of struggles. And um, last summer, I'm actually emerging you know from that struggle i'm finally you know starting to uh, feel alive again and also during COVID, i did a lot of inner work i learned uh, a lot of new skills especially in the wellness space uh, and the healing and the personal growth so where am i in life is now you know i'm trying to integrate uh, all these uh, learnings, all this uh, experience, all these modalities into my work, you know, which is uh, also in line, uh, you know, with my personal calling to free as many people as possible from limiting narratives. So that is, of course, including the business community. And then I'm also uh, uh, learning and deepening other uh, modalities to also make that happen. Ah, that's amazing, Aria, because I mean, one, one thing we, we talk often in the show is that, you know, you can have all these goals of uh, liberating other people, but if you don't do the work yourself, right, and this is a, the new type of leadership we're looking for, that you really need to go through the process and go outside your comfort zone yourself as a leader, even as a consultant, as a person to be able to then lead those processes. And not so many people are doing it as profoundly as I know you have in the past uh, month. So that's great to, to hear that you're emerging and coming back and sharing uh, your gifts to the world. And, um, and I also love what you're doing uh, with the company. So tell us a little bit about what Innate Motion does. And also, I know you've spoken about the regenerative perspective as part of the consulting work that you do and the branding. And I would love to know how you put those two together and, and, and who are the type of clients that come to you and at what point and things like that. 
Mm. So yes, yeah, so Innate Motion is a uh, business and a brand uh, transformation uh, consultancy. So in the beginning, we started off as you know a think tank or an agency that helps you know businesses and brands to become more human centric. But I think knowing with today's world, as we evolve with today's world, we realize that this is not enough. I think we also need to be you know more society centric more planet-centric and i think uh, so that's why i think uh, we recently just make it really explicit in uh, in our mission that uh, we want you know to help business you know grow in this regenerative world so how does that happen so first is by helping uh, let's say many of the um, let's say existing business to transform and become more regenerative. And uh, on the other way, it also works on the other way in which we are helping. There are many exciting, you know, startups that are working in this regenerative space, but then they also need help in the, to engage uh, other people, to engage uh, other stakeholders. So the, I think the type of work that we do is, uh, I think we believe in, you know, using uh, empathy, to uh, enable change. And one of them is a, bit, a deep cultural decoding uh, research that is more focused on, you know, how to understand people, their motivations and how we can, you know, what is the right leverage to enable change. Uh, the second one is a purpose uh, positioning. So how to align your vision, mission, values into like a single purpose that drives the whole business uh, for regeneration. And the third uh, area is... I think it's in making it happen, you know, making those purpose happen. So whether that's through initiatives, that's through innovation, that is through communication. And the fourth one is the uh, transformative part, which is really, you know, helping, you know, like a, a system, a company transform through a multiple stakeholder process. Wow, that's uh, that's so. so These processes usually take a while, I guess, right? They're not uh, come in, go out type of uh, experiences. <laughs> no, 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 no. It takes a while, I think, and it even you know, I mean, we are engaged, you know, for a specified amount of time, you know, be it two weeks, be it two months, or it can also be two years. And it's, uh, and even I think the goal needs to, yeah, it actually needs to continue even after we go, you know? So that's, uh, and it's, uh, it's not easy because companies uh, come and go. And I mean, the people inside the company come and go. And uh, yeah, I think it's really important to maintain that spirit in spite of the change of leadership and make sure they are not, you know, trying to U-turn elsewhere. Yeah. And I can imagine that's where the, the power of the brand and the work that you do is what kind of holds the space for that to that legacy to continue being part of the company. Amazing. And I, like we are still exploring, I feel, I mean, you, you work in a big corporation company, uh, me as well. For a lot of people, this is already a lot uh, in terms of sustainability, it's a hard certification to get because you look at so many aspects of what we're doing. And now we're adding this um, layer, let's say, of regeneration, you know, and for you, I was just curious to understand, like, what, what does it imply for you? What beyond, you know, this C Corp, what does regeneration and this regenerative space mean? And what are you looking, what are some of the things that you're looking at when you speak about it and talk about it? So I think regeneration is first, I think we got inspired by a lot of this, 
you know, uh, agricultural process that uh, we have been uh, working with. I think we have been working with some, you know, this uh, this idea of regenerative uh, agriculture, which means that, you know, it's not a very extractive process. You know, it's not a very extra. So basically most, uh, let's say the common traditional, uh, the common agricultural method tends to just, let's say, extract as much nutrients, as much value from the soil and then, hundreds of years later then that soil will become deserted because there is nothing left but then regeneration regenerative agriculture comes to you know that you are basically planting a lot more seeds rather you know you are actually giving something to the soil a lot more rather than just uh, taking nutrients and i think uh, this uh, principle can actually be applied to uh, many aspects in life you know in terms of relationship uh, with your uh, employees with the community with your stakeholders the idea is about you know giving more than you take and uh, by being more generative and then by in the end you know if you actually give more in the relationship i think from one way or another we always get a lot more in return as well and um, i think it's i think if you apply to the relationship state you like we're saying you know are you having a sustainable relationship with your partner with your friends with your parents i think yeah some people do yeah do no harm to others you know that uh, that could work that is the first step of course but then i think a relationship can be a lot more richer if you know we're actually helping each other to grow Definitely. Yeah. That do no harm is, is, uh, like more, like I'm still thinking about myself, right. And trying to keep that space and it's still in, in the separation, but when you really start investing and saying like, okay, how can I really add value? How can I really um, build something here, uh, with someone else? It requires to take that step and to really engage as you were saying with empathy and to start planting, you know, and I love that you bring because regenerative, uh, really does come from, from the Plans. And for example, most businesses, including myself, um, I've only started learning about agriculture very recently. And we're so separated from understanding how our food gets to our table that I think it's um, looking and learning from that can really give us so many hints into how we do business and uh, how we can do relationships as you were, as you were sharing. And in working with, with companies as you, as you work with them in this process of, of transformation, what would you say are some of the challenges that they face or some things where there's more resistance in this movement of narratives um, when you work with them? Mm, I think uh, many of the challenges that the companies are facing is it's to um, mobilize everyone. So first, I think uh, they need to, I think, sell the idea internally and depending on how big, depending how complex uh, the, uh, you know, the relationship between different parties uh, within the company, then the more uh, challenging is it. So I think first there is like, you know, first, I think we need to understand, you know, what is the web of relationship, you know, that in this company and how, you know, where can we first, you know, plant the seed, you know, and then of course going a little bit behind and of course you have this regenerative idea, but then you need to sell uh, this idea. So you need to really make sure that this idea is something that is first uh, easy to understand and then something that is 
catchy that will be like you know selling you know spreading across the organization like uh, like crazy if the idea is great but then somehow it's not engaging it's a bit complex to understand then it's not just yeah it's just probably gonna end up in a circle within a few uh, a few people and then it's gonna go once these people are no longer in the company yeah so it's almost like creating an internal movement from what you're sharing right and uh, being like an activist from within and uh, getting people excited and i guess that's where a lot of the work that you do in branding and mindset sharing comes along so that's a different concept about how to bring change right with this kind of internal movements and and yeah opening up new spaces within already what seems very constricted <laughs> work environments at the moment so but of course if now we don't have the opportunity when right so i think it's amazing that somehow this uh, all these changes that have come about in the last year and a half can uh, really uh, make us question and that's what we talk about in this podcast how to redesign reimagine you know and go into a whole new space about maybe perhaps bringing forth uh, conversations that um, didn't have a starting point back in the day. And, mm-hmm. um, and if we think a little bit about the future, you know, I'm curious about like, what, what would you imagine, you know, some changes that had happened in 2050? What does Adia's ideal world look like by then if we all become regenerative mm-hmm. and, or not? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how, how positive or pessimistic you might be, but what are some possibilities just to extract like a little world future travel and see uh, mm-hmm. what we can bring to today somehow? I think if you allow me to go back to other point, I think there's the internal part, but then there's actually another chunk of work that you need to convince, which is the external part, the stakeholders and so on, because you cannot, you know, uh, you need to align them on this, you know, some kind of a shared, uh, this idea of a shared value that you need to convince communities, you need to convince activists, uh, governments, and even take your competitors to also participate uh, in that cause, in the idea, in that uh, regenerative idea. So, that is probably just an additional point I want to add. And now going back mm-hmm. to the question is looking at the future, right? I think what is important is I think to see if we can actually, you know, have this, you know, maintain the uh, average temperature. I think, uh, you know, make sure that they are not rising, you know, <laughs> that they stay well below, you know, two degree. They do not increase, you know, uh, yeah, well below uh, two degrees Celsius. And this is especially important maybe we for, will. for people like us that live in, in hot warm countries right in singapore and spain (laughs) yeah i think uh, yeah i mean i always admire you know greta thunberg she's somehow kind of pessimistic looking at today's you know roles and business leaders and it's all just you know blah 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 you know and nothing gets going or you know let's uh you know we have a target by 2030 and even some are like having a 2060 target and um yeah i think it's um i think i have optimism in our humanity i think uh, whatever happens i think uh, we can always you know tap into our humanity to find a to find a solution together and even if the worst happened um actually i believe i think this is also coming from david attenborough that nature doesn't need our help to save it to save itself 
you know, nature will always regulate and it's actually up to us. Do we want to save ourselves or not? <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I mean, that's a, that's a, the, the point, you know, looking at, at regeneration, I realized that we don't know the language of nature. We don't know the language of animals, of trees, of so many things that surround us and that give us life. And I think it's about learning now how things work so that we can learn for ourselves, right? How we, how we do that. So, so that's great. And yeah, and, and Greta like doing a lot of work in that sense and those times, I think the timelines, but I think one of the, um, the things that, that uh, COVID has brought is that really the world can change really fast. And mm -hmm. uh, so maybe those timelines, uh, we need to match them more to the, to the speed that we need to work in and the commitments, because I think they were put thinking, oh, things move slow, but now we realize how quickly the world can change and how quickly we can reorganize to have a different setup for, I mean, this was just one trigger point, but there can be others, right? So um, hopefully that also we can use that potential for changing towards positive <laughs> somehow i just like wanted to like kind of bring it down to you know people that are listening that are like working within a company right now or perhaps are just opening uh, themselves to change and thinking oh i want to do something but, but what can i do you know like what are what are some ways that you recommend for them to change that you know, um, or to start questioning that those limiting narratives that they might have themselves or in their company, uh, what are some, you know, like two, three tips that you could give to them of where to start? So I think uh, personally, I always, uh, you know, uh, believe in this idea of doing um, inner work, you know, with finding the personal purpose, you know, and there are uh, plenty of tools uh, to do that. And I think what I love the most is uh, Ikigai. I think it's a tool that is matching, you know, what are you good at? You know, what do you love to do? What can you be paid for and what the world needs? And I think finding that space is uh, a very important uh, to start with in that personal space. And that is helping us to decide, you know, what kind of uh, place we want to work with, what kind of company we work. It's really like determine uh, our choice. And uh, let's say now you have a company, then see how your this personal purpose, you know, this personal ikigai uh, can also be aligned with, you know, the other goals, the, the other people in the company, the company values, and also, again, matching it to what the world needs. Look at, I think, uh, a very um, a simple idea is looking at the UN Sustainable Goals and see, you know, how many boxes can you tick? And I think maybe try to tick a few, but maybe not everything is well either, and then just focus focus on what feel closest to the heart, to the heart of you personally and to the heart of uh, everyone in the company and also to the best of the capabilities. That those are super actionable. And I think uh, also surrounding yourself with, with community and support, especially maybe outside the company for that inner work is important. So it doesn't become this uh, lonely journey and, and to remember mm. that, that we're uh, in this change uh, together somehow. So, so that's great. Well, Aria, thank you so much for, for your time. Uh, it's gone really quick. 
Um, but I'm so happy we could connect and I wish that we meet again uh, soon and all the best and all the amazing work. And thank you for all the amazing work you bring to the world. Okay, thank you, Elena. Thank you for joining us in this very action-packed, directed episode on how you can start building your regenerative brand and business strategy for this year to come. Thank you for joining us in this conversation with Aria Johanna, and I'm looking forward to having you subscribe and follow more of our episodes coming up soon. Thank you. Have a great day.